0: This play for just a second, Hunter, because Mike, we actually listen to this song sometimes on like Fridays as I drop my girls off. My daughter's name is Jane. <laughs> Guys, welcome to another episode of the Topic of Choice Podcast. I am your host Joey Police, and in the studio tonight, we got Kelly Jennings. Uh, we know him as KJ. We've got Mandy Lipset. Uh, I know he's Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome. Thank you all for coming in. Uh, first off, how was everybody's holidays?
1: Yeah, for us, it was, uh, it was a good, relaxing holiday. We got all the family stuff out of the way like a yeah. couple of weeks before Christmas, and that way we just got to sit at home and nice watch basketball and eat a lot of food and maybe a few Christmas movies on Netflix.
0: Yep. yep. I, I can relate to everything but the basketball, So, but Hunter, you, you, you can chime in here as well. <laughs> i don't hear you at all by the way nope still nothing my volume was up there you go i've that worked is. here for a year and a half and i still can't <laughs> work my own microphone uh and by the way hunter is producing for us tonight so thank you hunter manny how were your how, how was your holiday
2: um uh, mine was good mine was relaxing we had to travel new year's for hockey
0: okay oh that's right that's right. big hockey family how did uh, Xander do
2: uh, Xander lost in the finals, okay. um, in overtime and then Keaton won in the finals.
0: Great. Where did you travel to Nashville? Okay. Not too bad. Mm-mm. Not too far.
2: No, that's our close trip.
0: We had a, uh, uh, my wife last year. So right after Christmas, there's, you know, the kids get two weeks off, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we call it ghosting when the kids just grab a screen and ghost somewhere, <laughs> you know? And, uh, so this year she said, you know, let's, let's go somewhere. So we cashed in some points and we drove to Chicago and we had a great four days there. If you've never been, I would highly encourage it. It's a great family getaway, lots of museums, lots to see, lots to do. So it was a, uh, it was a good time. Um, so real quick, I do want to plug Hunter. I want to plug your business real quick, uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the, of the podcast today. Um, but Hunter, you have a business, uh, photography Hunter by, f- uh, or, uh, Photography by Hunter Drake, correct? Yes, sir. And, uh, guys, if you're listening uh, anywhere in the in the Kentucky, I would say, can I put you out there as the Kentucky yeah, area? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Louisville and Lexington. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you guys have any kind of uh, photography needs, uh, professional portraits, uh, business pictures, real estate, uh, Hunter does fantastic work. You can go to his website. There's a link on our website as well. Um, photography by Hunter Drake. Um, give him a call or contact him through email. He does great stuff. Um, highly recommend him. So tonight <clears throat> want to talk about CrossFit. This has been a topic that John McNamara and I actually brought up in one of the podcasts where we talked about, cause we, we all kind of run in similar circles of, of knowing in, in individuals and, um, CrossFit was something that, that he and I have a big passion for. Um, and I, I think that when you hear the word CrossFit, people have a certain mindset of what they automatically think of it. Absolutely. Whether it is awesome, expensive, crazy, great, healthy. So the first thing, give me the technical definition of what CrossFit
1: is. So the technical definition would be constantly varied functional movement performed at
0: high intensity. Okay. Okay. So so now break that down. Yeah,
1: so the, the constantly varied part basically means we're doing different stuff every single day. So you're never going to come into the gym and do the same thing you did yesterday or the day before that or the day before that. So it's it's constantly keeping keeping your body guessing as to what's going to be happening. Uh, the, the functional movement, really, we want whatever you do inside the gym to make what you do outside of the gym better. And so if that just means playing with your kids or – putting Christmas trees up in the attic, or whatever it is, we want you to be better outside of the gym. And so everything we do inside hopefully just makes you stronger, faster, better, all that good stuff. Uh, And then the high intensity part, I think, is where the magic happens. So that's where, you know, we're going to get your heart rate up, we're going to get you breathing hard, we're going to get you sweating, uh, and hopefully leave every workout feeling like you gave it your all. And that looks really different every day. And so even the constantly varied part comes into play when we're talking about how long of a workout we're doing. You know, we may have workouts that go 30, 45 minutes. You know, one of the most famous ones that a lot of people do on Memorial Day is called Murph. Yep, and that's yep. for a lot of people, a 45 minute workout. Yeah, One of the other most famous CrossFit workouts is called Fran. Mm-hmm. And that for the best athletes out there is under two minutes. And that, yeah, that's insane. you'll be sore for about three days from two minutes of workout, right. which blows people's minds and they yeah. can't imagine that. But you know, it's really different every single day.
0: You can YouTube uh, Fran, yeah. you know, and you, you can YouTube all these workouts. Uh, they're called WODs, right? Workout of the day is sure. what, workout the, of the day. what the yeah. terminology is. And you can YouTube, let's say, uh, Fran, uh, great, you know, Great Times for Fran, and then you'll see these these athletes, uh, just CrossFitters doing um, that workout, which if, if you've never heard of Fran, so um, – and let me, let, me, let me clarify. So would you consider me a CrossFitter? KJ? Yes, I would. Okay, I would. you would.
1: Have you been? Did you go in the last week? Uh, no. Not did you not go in the la- last two weeks? Yes. Okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, you're a CrossFitter. So, <laughs> um,
0: so as a CrossFitter, w- even if you're not uh, a workout or a WOD is it's a programmed workout. And program means the coach or or whatever system they're using yep. they're programming what that workout is going to be in fran is a very popular one i believe it's 21 15 9 yep so that's a very popular trio of numbers yep and you do 21 thrusters right so you're bringing a barbell above your head you're coming all the way to a squat and then you're thrusting up and pressing that right yep right. am i explaining it. that correctly that's correct uh-huh. so you're going to do 21 of those then you're going to do 21 pull-ups yep then 15 and 15 and then 9 and 9 and you're done
1: yeah. First time I ever did Fran took me 12 minutes and six seconds. Yeah. The second time I did Fran, it was 11 minutes and 54 seconds. So All I right. cut 12 so you... seconds off of it. That was <laughs> impressive.
0: Where are you now with Fran? What is your Fran time?
1: Uh, it's under four minutes. It is under four. It's under four minutes, and I'll probably never hit that again because I'm, I'm too old now. But okay. so when you see these guys doing it in two minutes, yeah, that's not an average person. So they, they probably are a full-time worker outer and that's what they do so you're not going to have a sub two minute fran time just going to the gym a couple times a week
0: no so man mandy tell me a little bit about your crossfit introduction and um what you think right now when when the word crossfit comes up in discussions
2: well i had always wanted to try crossfit um my introduction kj actually got me coming and um I was a little nervous at first, but once I started doing it, I loved it. Um, it's definitely an addiction. <laughs> yeah. Once you start doing it, it's hard to hard to stop. Um, what was your other question?
0: No. What do you think? So, when you hear CrossFit right now, if <clears throat> if it's in this, a discussion, if you're around a group of individuals, say for the holiday, mm-hmm. and something comes up with CrossFit, what are what are your what are your thoughts about? You know, are you are you Oh, yeah, I'm a CrossFitter. Or, well, <laughs> you know, I, be, <laughs> yeah. because I'm, I'm just, I'm curious as to, I want to look at this from a perspective of an outsider, yeah. you know, that, that has maybe driven by 859. So, yeah. so this group is from CrossFit 859 and Brandon Crossing. And, you know, let's say they've been driving by. And when you hear the word CrossFit, when you're not, when, when you've never been. It can be intimidating. Yeah,
2: it makes people very nervous.
0: It does. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So people automatically, when you when they hear CrossFit, you can when when I say I do CrossFit, I can see you know some people are like, oh, you do CrossFit, and then I can see some people's expression like right away, like oh, you do CrossFit, like it's a it's a scary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just try to explain to them that there anybody can do it. Uh, there's always scaled version. Like like yeah, that's uh, the that's Fran, a big example. thing. Yes, Fran, for example. You don't have to use weight. You could use the PVC pipe, um, or you can use a lighter dumbbell. For the pull-ups, you can always do ring rows. So there's always a scaling option available.
0: As a coach, let's talk about from a coach's perspective. Number one, what do you guys, in order for you to be a CrossFit coach, you guys have this on your website where you're certified? Talk yeah. me through just a, a bird's eye view of what that certification entails, which qualifies you to tell me how to hold a bar or my back isn't right or, or or when you see me and you say, "You know what let's let's have you push back a little bit."
1: Yeah, for sure you know the 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 tricky thing with CrossFit is it's really easy to go and do the the weekend seminar and take the test at the at the end of it and if you're a good test taker you can you can pass okay the crossfit level 1 pay the certification fee. You, you pay get your your crossfit you level money, one. you get your your little diploma thing and you're <laughs> a certified crossfit coach at that point um the the hard thing i think in in owning a gym is we try to bring in coaches that already had experience so you know for myself and for for Mandy as well we were both personal trainers before with other certifications. And then we kind of found CrossFit, fell in love with CrossFit and wanted to get certified in this methodology specifically. So, um, you know, what we want to do is continue to learn. Um, and so, you know, I did CrossFit level one, and then a couple of years later I did CrossFit level two, which is a completely different, um, level of, of training and coaching and, and teaching on our end where we just get You know, we go in and and we coach a class and then the coaches at the seminar just tear apart what we did and tell us everything we did wrong and here's how to make that better. And so it's really good to do. But, you know, we want continued education. But again, most of our coaches, I believe, had some kind of already personal training background. Uh, with other certifications, and so CrossFit, it's it's really just putting that CrossFit stamp on it, and we we learned that methodology. Mm-hmm. And so you did, you did personal training mainly for yeah. how long before CrossFit?
2: For like six years. Yeah, and plus it's a lot of like, to me, experience too. Like the more the more you do it, the more you're watching people, the more you're going to learn. Like more hands-on versus yeah. studying the book and taking the test <laughs>
1: right, right right
0: yeah and even as a uh, even as a uh, you know a non uh, as a member so to speak <clears throat> one of the big things is is before the workout starts you're doing warm-ups and you're doing exercises is watching those that are the you know the, the ones that are there every day uh, yes absolutely and, and that's and,
1: one of the things I tell new people like yeah their first couple <clears throat> weeks if we're doing a complicated lift which there are some that we do you know we we utilize a lot of olympic weightlifting movements so the clean and jerk and the snatch and so those are barbell movements they're highly technical they take years to perfect you know and um and even after years you still feel like you have no clue what you're doing but there are people that move really well in the gym that look like they know what they're doing and so new people that come in i just tell them hey when we're lifting you know we've got 15 minutes to do you know these five rounds of whatever Staying around and watch people that look like they know what they're right. doing. See how they move. Watch right. the speed at which they move in different parts and watch, you know, what their body's doing. And, and yeah. it's just good to watch other people. You know, and that's one of the great things, I think, of doing it within that community context is there's always a group of people. And, and one of the cool things is that people are just more than willing to help. And they walk over and they, they they know who the new people are. And they're always wanting to help them out and help them improve their technique. And Yeah. You know, And that's, that's what coaches are for, for sure, but also other members like you're talking about that, have, that are there every day that know what they're doing. So that helps a ton.
0: I would tell somebody that's listening that is on the fence of whether they even want to try this. Here's what I can tell you from experience is um, the, what KJ is saying about the, um, the athletes that are there. And I use that term athlete in an all-encompassing you're yeah. going to have different body types. You're going to have different ages. But everyone that I think that steps onto the, into that gym that's ready to do a workout, you know, from is is an athlete getting ready to do that workout, right? right. Absolutely. Now they're not a games athlete, obviously, but but um, <clears throat> I can tell you that if you're if you're on the if you're on the fence there, um, what KJ is saying is absolutely correct. They want to see you succeed. Is this is not a competition. Um, CrossFit looks at a time, right? They look at there's the clock, and this is one of the stereotypes. All right, let's just we'll bring this up. So you have the big clock, three, two, one, go, and you begin your workout. And really, what you're up against—correct me if I'm wrong—you're up against yourself.
1: Right. Yeah, that's what you should be up against. And that's what you
0: should—that's right. And so it's not how you know. Can I get more burpees in than than so and so, or can can I get more? thrusters, then, you know, this person, that's not where you're at. Um, everyone wants to see, I remember there was one uh, workout that I was doing. I was the last one. And and that was very typical for me in these, in these workouts. <clears throat> I was the last one. And I think I had, they were overhead dumbbell um, um, lunges, lunges. Thank you. I had two more to go and I couldn't get that dumbbell up. <laughs> I just couldn't get it up. The clock's running. Well, what happens everyone just surrounds and you get everyone cheering and cheering and you can do it. And I got it up and I got two more and you know, you drop it. And then when you're on the ground and, and you're sweating and you're catching your breath, what are they doing? They're coming up and they're, they're giving you fist bumps or high fives. And I think that's about something that's, that's unique about that community that you're not going to find in many other um, athletic type environments. At least I haven't in my, in my uh, career, so to speak.
1: Yeah. And one of the, one of the cool (laughs) things I think, with CrossFit, and Mandy references this a little bit, everything's scalable. So, you know, everybody's doing the same workout, um, and, and that's the workout of the day. But it may look really different for a lot of different people because in the same class, we may have, you know, a former Division I athlete or pro athlete next to a 65-year-old grandfather. Right. And doing the same workout, in air quotes, but they may be doing different versions of that workout, and it looks different, you know. And because of how the workout can be really – individualized so is kind of the the thought behind that workout and what drives that person you know a lot of people come in and their fear is you know I don't want everyone watching me work out
0: and that that's a legit fear
1: it is and you know but but the thing is when you're in the middle of a workout the last thing you're thinking about is what someone else is doing because you're trying to get the work done yourself and you're really worried about not dying at the time Like right right. like you're just trying (laughs) to breathe and continue to count and try to not lose count and you're not worried about what other people are doing now and that's what some people really need they need to be able to not focus on anybody else now some people who are crazy competitive you know and we see this a lot with guys especially former athletes they have that competitive edge in them and for them if if me and another guy working out next to each other and we work out next to each other every day and every day he beats me by two seconds yeah He's not going to do that today, right? Right. right. So that drives me right to push a little harder. Now, if that's what I need to make me go harder, it's there. Mm -hmm. Now, if I don't want anyone watching me work out, then no one's watching me work out. And and it really is kind of tailored individually to what that person needs. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
2: yeah. yeah, nobody's watching you like, oh, my God, they're coming in last. And I feel like at 859, it is a very good community where yeah, if you finish before somebody, you go over and cheer them on. And, and, and I have to tell myself that a lot. Like, okay, this is my workout today. I cannot look around. And, and that usually helps me. That yeah. usually makes me have a, a better workout.
0: It was rare that <clears throat> I saw a workout end and people leave until everyone was done. It's very rare. And if they did, I think it was – because I, I, I would go at the lunch, the lunch hour. You know, yeah, that, was that my lunch might be break. a
1: class you'll see people leave they gotta because they got to get back to work. Because they got to go right? back
0: to work, right. But yeah. for the majority – and I remember during the Open last year, not the October Open, but the one before that, yeah. um, there were so many people that were coming in. Nobody was leaving until that last person was done. And it was just a very encouraging and welcoming area. And yeah. I, I remember I went home that night. I think I finished the fourth workout. Nineteen four, whatever it was. And I wanted to die after it was, you know, it was done, you know, you know, use that terminology loosely, but, and I told my wife, I said, it's just a solid community. It really is. Everyone is pushing the other, um, <clears throat> to do better, you yeah. know, but that brings me to, to, an, to another topic is injury. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how do you watch the individual as coaches? How do you help prevent that? And do you ever get to a point where you're looking at the person and you say, I know you think you can do this weight. I don't want you to do that. Or do you, you know, how, how does that work? And it's personal trainers.
2: Yes. Uh, well, I think as, as coaches, we really are strict with form. Um, and we do, we do try to tell people. Now, not everybody listens. But we do, we will tell you if you need to take off some weight off your bar or maybe sometimes not even use the bar. Um, but I do think with CrossFit, people auto- just automatically think that you're going to get injured in CrossFit. But, I mean, I, I've been there for a while, and I've, I don't think I've seen any injuries. Um, you can get injured any, any yeah, workout that sure. you're doing. I mean, even if you're just going out your door and going for a jog, you know, if you're not warming up or you're not listening to your body, um, there's going to be an injury.
1: Yeah, most of the time I think injury comes from people – um, making poor choices yeah. in the gym. And, again, that could be anywhere. I got injured a ton when I used to just do bench press all the time because mm-hmm. I was, you know, lifting more weight than I should and I wasn't using good form. And And I have nagging shoulder injuries that have persisted since, you know, the last 10, 15 years. And so um, injury comes a lot of times, I think, just from people not making good decisions. And as coaches, our job is to tell people, Hey, I need you to strip back some, some weight. And there are some people that are really stubborn that just go, no, I can, I can do this. I can do this, you know, and sometimes they'll end up doing something, throwing it back out or or tweaking something. And, you know, the hope is that it's nothing long-term, but you know, that's, that's kind of up to them in a lot of ways. Um, You know, for me, honestly, the opposite has been true. Um, Before I started doing CrossFit, I was just kind of lifting weights and and doing this and that, you know, the usual mirror, working out stuff that that people do. And uh, I was going to the chiropractor three days a week because my back was just chronic, bad. Couldn't sleep at night. And, you know, the the, uh, chiropractor just told me one day, he said, you're just going to have to stop lifting heavy weights. Hmm. And that was kind of disappointing to me because I was just starting to get into doing heavy deadlifts and and thinking about squatting. Um, And then when I started doing CrossFit, and we're squatting a couple times a week and doing heavy weights all the time. Since then, my back hasn't hurt at all, you know, and I realized it's because I wasn't strong enough and my core hadn't developed. So once, once I actually got my body strong and, and my core and and everything became a little bit more solid, my back pain's gone away Yeah, and going from the chiropractor three days a week to not needing it at all, I think is, is a, a really great thing, and and that's been a byproduct of just getting stronger.
0: Yeah, that's a huge testimony of the of the um, style of workout. And what you said, where you weren't strong enough, and that's key because <clears throat> the one thing that I've noticed in in uh, CrossFit workouts is it seems to be a whole body encom- encom- It encompasses everything. Now you may do legs, you know, three days that week or or leg focus, I should say, yeah. but But the thing is, is the programming is so good, um, by the end of the week or by the end of the two weeks or however it's programmed, your entire body has been completely worked and you're getting stronger. I remember, um, oh gosh, it had been probably two or three months in and I had to carry something up a bunch of, oh, I know what it was. I had to carry a bunch of uh, like stuff up a stadium steps to watch my niece's soccer game. And I got to the top of those steps and I was like, I'm okay. (laughs) You know, so what you're saying there, there's a lot of truth there. So, um, you know, I, I think one of the fears that people have and I, and I wanted to do this podcast because I've talked to people about it that have said, I'll never do CrossFit. It's insane. Those guys, it's a cult, it's crazy, this or that. And then those discussions have led to not really don't believe the hype from that so you know i i can tell you first firsthand that um i'm not a i'm not a guy who's who's gonna hit the first time like i said i i was a um dead last in the majority of those workouts but i was okay with that so the injury thing if we circle back to that one thing i found kj is when you were talking about bad decisions was for me um I think, and for guys, it might be a pride issue. For sure. You know, and I don't know, Mandy, how it is with, with women, but for men, if I see, like you're saying, if I see that one guy, I might be able to put another plate on or so on, uh, or, or 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 another burpee or, or whatever that might be. I had to let that go and just focus on, I've just got to get this done. Um, and I think that that might be a challenge that some guys have, But and I would encourage you that if you're going to go try this, <clears throat> focus just on you, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody says, check your pride at the door. Check it. So,
2: yeah. And listen to your body.
0: Yeah. W-
1: would you say that women have the opposite problem? So guys want to put too much weight
0: on the bar. Yeah. Women, women don't are, want to because lo- of what?
2: A lot of women are too scared they're going to get bulky.
0: Yeah. So I want to, that's a topic I want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. This is a perfect transition then. Yeah. <clears throat> so a lot of, a lot of women, there's a, there's a fear or concern or whatever you want a phobia. Yeah. I don't want to get bulky.
2: Yeah, and they think if they do heavy weights that they'll get bulky. So, and I, you can't <laughs> see me on this, but I'm perfect. If you go to go to I, go to uh not getting bulky
0: CrossFit eight five nine dot com, right? Yep. CrossFit eight five nine dot com. There's an area where you can see all of the coaches, and you'll see KJ, you'll see Mandy, you'll see several other coaches there. This is a complete. I mean, you're going to see everybody all over the spectrum. For sure. Yeah, and I can tell you, Mandy will kick my tail in every workout. <laughs> Uh, guarantee, but go ahead with your with your your thought process there. I cut you off. Uh,
2: women women tend to be afraid of the heavy because they think that they will get bulky. But it is, I mean, everybody's body type is different. Um, some women can build muscle faster than other women, but you have to do you have to eat a lot of food and you have to do a lot of lifting to get to get bulky. It's very hard to get bulky. Um, it's the opposite heavy weight, helps fat come off of your body and it helps you tone up, um, a lot faster than doing the light, light weights.
1: Yeah. And women always say that to me. I'm like, if it were that easy to get bulked up, I would be huge. Right? So, <laughs> like, right. Every, yeah. Every, 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 every college guy out there who's trying to put on 20 pounds of muscle, right. If it was that easy, just by throwing that extra five pounds on the bar, they would, they would have a lot more muscle, you know, but
0: when, I've never looked at it from that perspective. Oh, that's, for that's sure. That's true. Yeah. yeah,
1: guys. Guys would kill to get bulky real easy. But, yeah, and and women are are what I've seen are just really scared, and tentative, to want to put weight on the bar because mm. you know, and it's kind of the opposite because guys want to put too much. Yeah, women don't want to put enough.
0: So I've seen a lot of CrossFit moving um, from obviously they have the Olympic lifts, but they're doing a lot of gymnastics now. Mm-hmm. You're seeing things in the in the competitions of handstand walks. Um, rings, and so on. Is that strategic? Has it always been that way?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's always kind of encompassed weightlifting and a lot of, um, you know, and within weightlifting, even doing, you know, barbells, kettlebells, dumbbells, all kinds of things like that. A lot of bodyweight movements, gymnastics, like you're referencing, that's kind of always been a part of it. They in, incorporate endurance stuff with running and rowing and biking. You know, the the CrossFit world will kind of, get on a kick about something, you know, Okay. Like about two, three years ago, all of a sudden it's like they discovered the dumbbell and all of a sudden there's dumbbell movements all over the place okay. where we never touched dumbbells before three years ago. And now it's a couple times a week we're doing dumbbell cleans or snatches or, you know, all this different things. And, and yeah. you know, it's just, it's just where people get on kicks and they're like, oh, let's, let's use this new thing.
0: Yeah. I think the, I saw, the and, and, and the reason I brought, brought that up was, I think, I, I don't know what it was the last game's handstand walks. I saw so many handstand walks, and I thought, how can somebody do this? <clears throat> Obviously, they did, and they do, um, but that, that was one of the questions that, that I had was, <clears throat> how, do they, how do they gauge that? Let me ask you this, guys. Um, from a standpoint of somebody that is young, okay, and uh, CrossFit has the Masters, right? Which is an age group, which- Yes, yeah, so except-
1: 35 and up is going to be Masters division athletes. Okay. And and this is only in the comp in the competition world. Okay. So, you know, seventy five to eighty percent of the gym doesn't care anything about that. They're of just course. coming and doing their workouts every day. You right. know. Uh, and then once a year they do, you know, this worldwide competition. It's an open competition for anyone that wants to sign up. You know, there's a quarter million people in the world that sign up for this thing and you know, you're you're vying to be one of the top whatever in right. the world. Uh, most it's people still, don't care you it's know? still
0: cool to say that you competed in the open yeah, for sure yeah. I think it's pretty cool to say yeah <laughs> so
1: there's there's basically five year increments with the master's level thirty five and up okay how sure.
0: old in the games what have you seen the oldest
1: I think they go up to like sixty five or seventy okay that's impressive it is and and they would probably bury me in workouts mm-hmm. like they're they're insane. It, they're the one
0: percent aren't they even in that age not group. even
1: not even that not even that not even one percent yeah so just just to clarify so um in my age division okay which is i think uh it was 40 to 45 now i think i'm in the 45 to 50 year old age okay. group which just is
0: I'm going to be there in February, man. Freaking so. me out. So, um, so within
1: that, there's probably 20,000 men worldwide that are in that age group that signed up for the CrossFit Games Open competition.
0: So they're um, going to go to their gyms. Yep. There's some, they're going to do the prescribed workout, which everybody does. It's equal across the board during the Open, correct?
1: Yep, and there's five <clears> of them, five, five workouts. Each, one
0: each Friday. One and a week. And you have a judge.
1: You'll have a judge, and so you can either, it either needs to be done at a licensed CrossFit affiliate or you have to video the whole workout and gotcha. send that in. Perfect. So it's, you know, it's, it's really regulated in that way. Um, and then they take the top 200 worldwide.
0: Mm. In worldwide.
1: Age, worldwide in that age group. <clears throat> and then those 200 men need to complete four more online workouts. So you're going to record your workout put that in and then they take the top I think 30 out of that so it's the top 30 out of you know 20,000 so it's it's well under um well under one percent and so then when you get to the people who actually make a difference at the games so the top five people okay you're looking at five people out of 200,000 or out of 2,000 yeah
0: you're right it's way under one percent
1: yeah it's yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty competitive. So, you know, most people, if they don't know anything about CrossFit, but they've seen the CrossFit games on ESPN. Yeah. And I've had several people come to the gym they're like, oh, I want to, I want to compete in CrossFit. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, me too. Good luck. <laughs> That's you know, a topic. But, I,
0: yeah. Yeah. You're, you're segueing perfectly into this topic. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So most,
1: most people don't want to compete and the people that do want to compete, you know, you're going to have to work, full time at being a crossfitter. Like yeah. You're gonna work out four or five hours a day. Whereas Every most day. people most people want to just stay healthy. And that's right. That's the goal. We're looking for longevity, honestly. You know, so I wanna I want to get to the point now, you know, a few years ago it was I want to play with my kids out in the backyard and not be out of breath. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, be able to carry stuff upstairs in my house without being out of breath and having to put it down halfway. You know, but soon it's gonna start turning into I want to be able to play in the backyard with my grandkids, you yeah. know. And so, longevity's got to be the real goal for us, and not necessarily qualifying for some competition in six months. Right. Uh, and so, that's I think where most people are. They just want lifelong fitness, and they want to be the best person that they can be long, long term. Is now.
0: CrossFit for anyone?
1: I think so.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it's anyone. Anyone can do it because, like I said earlier, you can come in and do there's always a scaled version. So there's always something that you can do
0: is with CrossFit workouts. Tell me if I'm wrong or if you would agree, agree or disagree, you're going to be pushed. You're going to redline every workout. The majority.
1: Yeah. You know, and that's honestly one of the cool things about CrossFit is you go as hard as you want to go. So if you, if you want to come in and just lay it on the line every single day, you can do that if you want to come in and just take it easy and maybe break a sweat you can do that too you know and it's really up to you the intensity level is gauged upon where you're at Mm -hmm. and some people come in and they are on their back at the end of every workout yeah and um honestly i i usually end up there for Mm -hmm. the most part um some people finish the workout and they walk across the room and get their jacket and leave. You know, and I'm like, I don't know how you do that. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, either they're in way better shape than I am or they just they just didn't go as hard. And, yeah. and it could be one of those two things, honestly. But um, you know, I think I, I think the the red line thing is definitely a potential and that's that's the intensity level, you know. Yeah. But I think that's what makes the difference. But
0: that's where the growth happens.
1: Yeah. How many times how many times before CrossFit did you ever Right. End up on your back at the end of a workout in a regular gym, right? And it could just, it just be a
2: ten-minute workout. That's the thing that's like sometimes there's twenty-minute workouts, sometimes there's ten-minute, and you always feel like you just gave it your best or you should.
0: Yeah. So a lot of people would argue that and say, "Well, how can you get a workout in ten minutes or fifteen minutes?" Now, my response to that, and I'll, I'll give you a chance to hear to to agree or disagree, is you can't look at it with one workout. Today's workout may be. A burner, so to speak. You, you know, get it done and you have a time cap of 10 minutes, let's say. Yep. But then tomorrow's, there's a time cap of 40 minutes. Am, am I correct in, in saying that or? Yeah. And the thing to look at is also,
1: it's not just that two or to five minutes worth of workout. like you're gonna to come to a class the class is gonna be an hour long and you're gonna be you're gonna be doing something the whole oh, time. yeah so we're gonna yeah. take you through a 10 minute warm-up where you're going, which
0: sometimes is a workout <laughs>
1: right you're going was that <laughs> wait that was better. that is a warm-up are we done is, yeah yeah and I've, I have people joke about that they're like all
0: right see you guys yeah.
1: you yeah. know and they're out uh, you know you're still, gonna do a warm-up we warm we're gonna take we're gonna take 10- 15 minutes and and teach through if we're doing a specific lift or working on handstand walks or you know whatever it is that day we're gonna we're gonna take some time and teach through that stuff. We may have a a session where you're doing five by five back squat, you know, and then we have a ten minute workout after that. And mm. so you're going to work top to bottom for a full hour the whole time. Now the workout of the day might only be might only be five minutes, right. may only be fifteen minutes, you know, whatever that is. You know, I would look at it this way: when I used to go to the gym and just do my mirror exercises, I was there for an hour and a half, and honestly I rarely broke a sweat so I would I would do a set and look in the mirror and get get my pump on and then I'd put the weights down and I'd walk over to the water fountain and I'd get a drink and then I would go talk to this guy over here <laughs> and then I go back over and grab another s- set of weights and do another set you know and I'd move up and wait because that's a, that's what you're supposed to do the whole time right so right ascending right. ascending weight and so I would do that and then go get a drink and then go talk to this guy another guy and you know Over the course of an hour and a half, I would do a certain amount of work. You know, the thing that's happening in CrossFit is if I take all that downtime out and just work, 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 you're doing about the same amount of work that it took me an hour and a half. I'm going to do that in about 15 minutes at the gym. It's just because there's no rest time program. No, there isn't. You're just going. Yeah. And uh, there's a completely different feel to it. You know, I I hardly ever broke a sweat when I used to work out at the gym.
0: Yep. Mandy, you have, tell us how many kids? Three. You have three kids. Ages?
2: Um, 16, almost 17, 14 and 10.
0: Okay. So what would you tell the moms out there um, that they, <clears throat> that it's not for them, that um, whether it's they've got an infant or they have a 16-year-old? Um. Again, the the if we go back to, is CrossFit for everyone? Mm-hmm. And I look at you, and I look at a lot of the other women that are there, and they're crushing it, you know? So what advice mm-hmm. would you give that mom that's on the fence wanting to try this out? Um, or is it, you know, is it for that person?
2: I think so. I think... <laughs> It's as moms, like it's great to come in there and get to talk to other moms, um, get to like the good community, um, and then you walk out of there feeling you have so much energy. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one thing I've noticed, like KJ saying, when you're doing your own workouts. Like I, I still had energy, but now that I'm doing CrossFit, I walk out of there, I'm exhausted from the workout, but I feel so good the rest of the day, so I have energy to cook dinner for my kids and go. Um, my kids' ages, we're, we're somewhere every night. Yeah, you um, go, go, go. Yes. It gives me energy. I sleep better. Um, so it just makes me, I, I think it makes me a better mom.
0: That's good. That's good. Okay. I would agree with that as well. I, I mean, I, mean exer, I think we can all agree that exercise in general, yeah. you know, is going to, yeah. to do nothing but positive. Um, but I remember there were, there were lots of moms there you know, yeah, they're a lot and of I think it's a great community. They even have, I don't know if it's stacked as far as when the majority of them work out. Again, I was a noon, I was a noon workout guy. So, um, so every now and then you'd have a couple trickle in, uh, mm-hmm. or, you, you know, catch whatever those classes uh, were. But, um, I think that, that it, it does allow for every type of individual, um, to find their niche and to find their place in that gym. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I tell you one of the fond memories I have, uh, he's not, he's, he's not with you uh, is Ben, Ben Van Pelt. Yeah. If you're listening, Ben, <laughs> which I don't know if this will make it to you or not. Uh, from a coaching perspective, it was my second workout at, at the gym. The first one, Sarah did a, it was a rowing workout. So I had never rowed. It was miserable. But it was the second, it was the day after that, that we did these wall balls and then we did box jumps and then we had to run and we had to do it X amount of times. Right. Mm-hmm. And Ben saw me. I was stumbling. <laughs> I mean, form, forget it at this point. He just gave me a 10 a pound ball and he did not leave my side. Yeah. He stayed with, and other people are going, it was a crowded workout time. And I remember, uh, I was, I'm like, dude, leave me alone because I'm going to sandbag these box jumps. If you're right here, I can't. And so he's like, come on, jump up, jump up. And he turned the box lower so I could actually get a step up. I was past the box jumps. I was stepping up each one and the sweat was coming down into my eyes. I remember this. And he told me, he said, before you run, he goes, all right, wipe your eyes. He said, not go run. He said, okay, let's go. Yeah. Run with you. He ran with me and we finished that workout And I'll never forget that. And so that's the type of thing I think that separates that, not just eight, five, nine, but that, um, that community versus the mirror workouts.
1: Yeah. We've got We've got a couple of guys. I'm specifically thinking like our 530 AM class Um, when we have somebody new or somebody who's not in the best shape. um, You know, we've got a couple of our guys and girls that will finish the workout and they've, They've already done their workout they've already done a 15 or 20 minute workout and they see someone else that still has another you know two laps around the parking lot to go and they go run that with them that's huge in addition to what they've already done like they're they've already gone through the falling on the floor dying right at the end of their workout and then they get back up and go help somebody else finish and that's just that's you just don't find that you no. outside yeah. of this culture i don't
0: think
2: and it makes a big difference like it huge difference this year uh even for me doing murph um irx tell tell us what
0: murph is if you don't mind
1: yeah so murph is um, uh yeah it's you start off with a mile run so already i'm i'm dying here (laughs) right Uh, you start off with a mile run and and just as a sidebar technically you're supposed to wear a 20 pound weight vest the whole time you're doing all of this i'm about to tell you so you do a, a one mile run you come in and then you can break this up however you want to, but it's 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and then 30 squats. 300. 300. Yeah. Sorry, yes. <laughs> 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 squats. Yeah. Again, all wearing a 20-pound weight vest. And then you finish off with one more mile. So. Yeah.
2: And that last mile is... The last insane. mile is grueling.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've done it a few times with... A weight vest, and I've done it a couple times without a weight vest, and it's it's a complete game changer. But you know, on average, this takes people 45 minutes, I would say. But we have people that go longer I did it than an hour. Hour ten, yeah, that's
0: my that's my best time. Yeah, no weight vest, but uh, and and Murph is in honor. It's a hero wad. So hero wads are in mem- memoriam of a. Um, soldier, this is Michael, who has given, given the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, Michael or, Murphy. Uh, Michael Murphy. Uh, yeah,
1: Michael Murphy. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, saw the movie Lone Survivor, yeah, it's uh, about Michael Murphy was the lieutenant or whatever in yeah. the in charge
0: of that squad. So so thank you for telling us about Murph, but f- come right back to your story now. So, so you were my,
2: my first mile was yeah. great because I, I don't mind running, but then after everything else and i had to go run again i, I was like oh my gosh i am not going to be able to run this whole thing well another member came out and ran with me and the whole time i mean she could tell that i was getting ready to stop and walk i said i'll just i'm just gonna stop just for one second and breathe she's like nope don't stop because if you stop you will not start running again which was very true and she'd already completed she had the whole workout right it. yeah and so anyway she she ran with me so that i would not stop and i was very glad that she did and obviously helped me. I didn't, I did not stop.
1: Yeah. You won't find me doing that with other people, but we have a <laughs> lot of members and coaches that are very encouraging in that well, way. Well,
0: I would say, yeah, as individualistic as the workouts are, it is a very team oriented, um, mentality with everyone that's there, no matter what class it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know that one of, so one of my resolutions this year is to get my very first muscle up. Do you remember? It was the I don't know what workout it was. I chicken winged and I had. You were very close. I I was so close, and I remember Mm -hmm. kicking and kicking in the air, and I couldn't get it. Anyway, uh, that's my that's one of my resolutions to get my first muscle up this year. So I'll let you all know when I do. It's possible. It's It's absolutely Mm -hmm. possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me ask you guys this: I've got a I've got a series of uh, the nice thing where it's not radio; it's a podcast. You know, I don't care if I talk and. Uh, mess up from the from deviate from the outline here um what is your oh here we go and I know you guys have some of these on your on your websites um you know what let me ask you this before I ask you these these couple of questions you hear names like Matt Frazier uh Rich Froning the Thor the uh the Thor girls yeah what they the daughters the Thor daughters thank you the Thor daughter (laughs) Annie Thor's daughter uh Sigmund's Sigmund's daughter. daughter
1: And then uh, Katrin.
0: Katrin David's daughter. David's daughter. Yeah, the and, then, and then, but then who's the, um, uh, the Australian who won? Tia Tia Tony? Claire Toomey. Mm-hmm. Tia yes. Claire Toomey. The names that I'm saying out are the professional CrossFit athletes.
1: Yes, like Tia Claire Toomey was also on the Australian Olympic weightlifting team. So let's not... I didn't know that. Yeah, let's not discount the fact that... But she's an Olympian. These are athletes.
0: Yeah, so exactly. So. When, when people see... So if a guy sees Matt Frazier... You know, or Rich Froning, these guys, they look like, I guess, what, what, <clears throat> whatever that body type you would think an athlete of that mentality would be, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and here's where I'm getting back to the image type of, of women saying that they're bulky. If they look at some of these athletes, uh-huh. that is not the majority of, or is it, of CrossFit athletes, no, no. I'm not talking about professional. I'm talking about at all the boxes across the the world. That's not what we see no. typically.
2: No, you no. see. I mean, you see all. You all see all types. across you the see, board. You you will see super fit women and yep. men, and you yep. will see some people that I don't know how to say. They're they're, person, they're, fight, they're fighting. Yeah. They're,
0: they're struggling. Yes. Whether that's obesity or whether that's. Um, uh, you know, they, they just have never been able to do a push-up or, or whatever it is. You're going to see all of that.
2: Yeah, you're going to see all all body types, yeah. all different levels.
0: So when you look at the games, okay, I'm coming back here because it fascinates me that these people can do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're the less than 1%, right? Yep. So we've got the games coming up. Matt Frazier has won three times, or is he tied now?
1: He, I th- think, just won his third. Okay. So this coming summer well, he'll he'll win his fourth.
0: <laughs> so these individuals, they don't they're not grandfathered into the games because they won. They no. still have to compete like everybody else. Yeah, and that okay.
1: that's the beauty of the CrossFit Games Open. You know, and and you know, CrossFit has caught a lot of flack for a lot of things, but one of them is that they crown the winner of the CrossFit games as the fittest on earth.
0: I would say that's legit. (laughs) So they're saying it's the
1: most fit person on the entire planet, you know, and everybody in other sports goes, whoa, 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 you know, and so CrossFit says, well, it's an open competition. So if J.J. Watts wants to come compete, he's welcome to do it, Mm -hmm. and there's no rule that says he couldn't. That's right. You know, and so if he wants to come in and go through, uh, you know, this – varied spectrum of workouts and all that stuff and can, can beat everybody else, then he will be crowned the fittest person on earth. And in the meantime, we're gonna say it's Matt Frazier. Right. You know, and so um, you know, the 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 thing with these guys is again, they are the best of the best of the best. You know, so if you look at the um you know the very best player in the NFL, okay, and consider that the equivalent of, you know, the winner of the CrossFit games you know, we're all high school football players. So okay. the majority of the world is just going to the gym. Yeah. You know, and then if you take high school football as, as that example, then what's the percentage of high school football players that makes it into Division One college? Right. It's a small percentage. And then the percentage of Division One that make it into the NFL, even smaller percentage. And yeah. so you know, it gets weeded out across the board. And so the same thing happens with, with games
0: athletes and these people, I mean, it's blood, sweat, tears to get there. I mean, and and then some, there's a, there's a movie on Netflix, um, redeem the redeemed and And the dominant and the dominant. Thank you. Great film. For those of you who haven't seen it, you want to see what these top athletes do, what, what they're capable of go to Netflix, the redeemed and dominant. Uh, and you're going to see a little bit of that two more quick topics, guys. Um, you guys do some stuff with kids? Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Tell us a little bit about what 859 does with uh the youth. As far as workouts and what you what I think you were doing like
1: Yeah, so we do we do a couple different age groups right now. Uh, I'm kind of doing a, a teen class which is like middle school and high school and Mandy's running uh our our kids class which right now runs second through 5th grade. And so we do that a couple times a week. And Mandy, you can talk a little bit about what you do with the with the younger yeah,
2: kids. Yeah, so with the kids, they're um elementary age so with them i we do a lot of body weight stuff and um a little bit of light dumbbell training um mainly just keep them active the whole time i'm trying to teach them you know all the yeah functional movements um trying to teach them good form at a young age and you know just keep them moving so they have fun and we always we always end with a game oh good which is their their favorite they walk in asking me what what game are we we playing today Yeah, that's good
1: (laughs) Yeah, the biggest thing I think we want <clears throat> to we want to just teach kids how to move correctly, mm-hmm. you know. Um and, and you see it at early early ages. Like if you've ever seen a baby or like a toddler, they just squat down in this perfect squat stance and they'll <laughs> sit right. down there yeah. and play with toys, you know, for an hour <laughs> or, or yeah. fill their diaper. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and so uh, at some point we we forget how to do that mm. and so we're just kind of um teaching kids and instilling proper movement in them hopefully at a young age um you know and with middle school and high school you know we can turn the intensity up a little bit you know and uh this is i'm doing like an athlete's class and so they are all involved in sports now that might be cross country that might be basketball might be football but they're all involved in some kind of sport and um, they come and they want to get a little bit stronger they want to get a little bit more conditioned and so we're able to do a little bit of, of all of that and with you know the middle school and high school kids we can get them stronger and get them in better shape, you know, yeah. and be able to do both of those things and, and work on their endurance and um, and teach them a little bit about that work ethic. I think that's really important for kids, yeah. you know, to be able to come in and do that stuff.
0: I think that's great. How big of a key is nutrition and this sport?
1: You know, the, the thought has, uh, has been for a long time, you know, you don't put just regular plain old unleaded gasoline in a high performance sports car, you know, okay. you're going to put in really good fuel. Mm-hmm. And we asked the question then, how do you want to perform, you know? And so whatever you're fueling your body with, that's how you're going to perform. And so if, if you're eating crap all day long, every day, you're going to work out like crap. You know, if I'm eating good, clean quality fuel as for my food, I'm going to perform better.
0: And I think Just one one is a chain reaction to the other. If you see sure. small gains in the gym with your workouts, whether that's you added a little bit of weight, you were able to get one more pull up or push up, and I think that you're gonna see, at least for me, I saw I'm gonna make a little better decision today with this. Right. It or, makes you want to that's Makes right. you want
2: to eat healthier. And you have to remember too, you, you can't out train a crappy diet. So you can't That's right. You can't come in and work hard and then leave and, and eat donuts.
0: Yeah. Mm, that's right (laughs) but I I do like some donuts yeah you know and
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do I haven't had them in a really long time though um you know the a big a big part of what we talk about you know people come in and they're like hey how do I get abs I'm like
0: (laughs) (laughs) how do we get abs
1: you know and and the it's in the kitchen the popular yeah the popular phrase is abs are built in the kitchen yeah you know and and that's very true I don't care how many sit-ups you do yeah if you have a big belly it's not gonna spot train your belly off like you you've gotta you've gotta lose the weight and that generally is gonna come from how you're eating yeah you no. know the cleaner you eat the cleaner your body's gonna be period
0: so that brings me to a topic kj i follow you on instagram and yeah. you have been on a is it is it
1: well initially i called it plant-based plant-based diet. okay I'm going to be honest and just say it's vegan.
0: It's vegan. I didn't want <laughs> yeah. to say it. Okay. So how long have you been on it? And tell me a little bit. I've been really interested to hear yeah. your results.
1: So I started uh, Monday, which was December 2nd. Um, okay. And my my plan was I was just going to do it for a month. So uh, if you haven't watched it yet, go to Netflix and watch Game Changers. It's I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Documentary on there. And it's it it approaches it from an athlete perspective which mm-hmm. I found really intriguing uh, I said okay I'm gonna do this uh, and I'd already talked to a couple people that were doing it uh, one guy at our gym that's he's a monster I mean he's just straight athlete and um, he said he'd been vegan for the last couple months which really surprised me and um, he's built like every guy wants to be built and he's way faster at every workout and way stronger than everybody tell me so, he's
0: not 20 though
1: he's he's uh, <laughs> I think he's like 30 okay so there we go. That's better. I already got a little That's advantage.
0: Better.
1: <laughs> uh, so, you know, I'd kind of heard a little bit about it already, and then I watched this documentary. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. Why not? Okay. Why okay. Not? And so I said I was going to do it for December. Um, I knew I'd run into some problems with the holidays. Um, but really, I think over the course of that week with Christmas and Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I think I had maybe six meals where I went off a little bit. Okay. Not a lot.
0: Were you able to tell? A little bit.
1: Uh, not a ton, okay, not a ton. Uh, this, I think, is one of those things I have to be in a little bit, um, but you know, so far January, which I mean we're a few days into January, you know, a week yeah. into January, you know, I've been 100 percent so far in January. Um, but yeah, it's hard, mm-hmm. but I'm also opposed to soy, and so it's kind of hard to be vegan and not eat soy, mm-hmm. so' it's, it's like a restricted vegan diet.
0: I okay guess, is what I'm I would doing. say grocery shopping might be challenging
1: it's not because you're really just going to like two parts of the whole okay. store,
0: so not so, the hostess or cheez its
1: no 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 <laughs> i'm uh I'm eating a lot of vegetables that's good my wife vegetables. would would
0: applaud you right now. my wife is a nutrition person and and she would she would absolutely say that's the right stuff,
1: yeah, you know, and I've got ten year old twins they're about to be eleven boy girl twins, and my son is fascinated by what I'm doing now. Mm. And he tells me he wants, he's going to start being vegan like tomorrow. He always says that tomorrow, tomorrow. um, and the cheeseburger now, but he's like, mom just told me like a week ago that eggs are good for me and I should eat eggs. Yeah. And milk is going to make my bones strong. I'm like, I know buddy, we're, we're learning new things. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm a vegan yeah. and, I'm, and I'm not saying that you're supposed to be vegan. I'm just saying this is what I'm doing right now, and there's a whole lot of uh, health benefits, I think, that will come as a result. Um, you know, and people, you know, one of the things, even when I was just going from what I normally ate to going to more of a clean diet, uh, people were like, why aren't you scared of, like, eating too much fruit? Like, you're going to, you know, it's too much sugar. I know fruit's really high in sugar. Are you Are you worried about that? And, you know, my sentiment has always been, Nobody's ever gotten fat from eating too many apples. Right, right, like, right. So, if anything, I'm just eating a whole lot more vegetables and fruit. Yeah, you know, and I lost ten pounds the first week. Did you really? Yeah. So, uh, and I think I'm down about twelve pounds right now, total.
0: That's encouraging. I I saw your post, and and I was like, I want to see how he's doing with this because I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm ready to say I want to try this. If you but... know
1: me very well, and you and you can see it in. first post or two that i did the comments oh yeah you were not happy and no one else was either because they were shocked yeah because they know how i like to eat i mean i have cheese on everything and (laughs) meat is basically the the number one food source for me and so going a complete animal free product diet is uh is bizarre that i'm doing it
0: keep us posted on your uh yeah on your story. I'm, it's been a journey. Yeah, that's good. I want to see how it continues. Um before we wrap up, favorite a uh, favorite wad, <clears throat> least favorite wad.
2: My favorite is Grace. It's 30 Clean and Jerks. That's my favorite because I love Clean and Jerks is my favorite favorite lift. My least favorite is Fran.
1: Okay. Fran. It's coming Tuesday. Just saying. <laughs> um <laughs> Grace is a funny workout for me. I, I do really well at grace, but I hate it because I do really well at it and it kills me. Um, my favorite workout would be, I like weight, so I want something with some weight in it. So there's a workout called Diane that's yeah. that 21 oh, like that. of uh of deadlifts at 225 pounds and then handstand push-ups. Okay. So I like that one. Okay. It's a good one for me.
0: I would say my favorite it's fight gone bad because, <clears throat> because it's, uh, it's extremely challenging and I've never been able to, uh, you can always improve. Obviously with every wad you can improve, but
1: yeah. So we're hitting the full spectrum here. So grace, um, grace, like our, our, our best times at the gym are under two minutes on grace. Wow. And then Fight Gone Bad is a 17 minute workout where yeah. you're going pretty much nonstop. You're going nonstop. For 17 minutes.
0: Yeah. yeah. And the one that I dislike the most is Fran. Because I hate thrusters.
1: Most people. Yeah. It's uh and, and the common and there's T shirts that say this everybody wants a good Fran time, but nobody wants to do Fran. <laughs>
0: That's,
1: you know, and I, I, I want that shirt. I have lost sleep and I, I won't do it again anymore. You won't do Fran anymore? No, I'm done. Okay, I've done it like twelve times. I'm not doing it again. Um, it's it. The last couple of times, like I, I lay in bed awake at night, pacing myself through the reps. It's ridiculous, and it's it's no different than a normal Tuesday workout. It's just because it has a name, yeah. And we've done it a bunch. It carries with it. It's this, a very popular one. Yeah, it's it's bad. Well, um, and
2: if you've gotten a good time, then you don't you don't want to let yourself go above right. that time.
1: Yeah,
0: so my, that puts a
2: lot of pressure on my you.
0: friend time. Last time I did it was 6 minutes, I think like 617 or something. I was happy with that. That's really good. I dropped the weight, uh got off the bar or whatever, and I was like that's I'm going to that's my mark right there. I'm I don't yeah. know if I ever want to try to beat that, but I'm happy with that.
1: Yeah, it's it's a tough workout. It's uh, you know, and every time you do it, you you set a new goal for yourself, whether that's a time, last time I did it I I, I wanted to do it all unbroken, meaning mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how you would do that. do all the thrusters without putting the bar down, and do all the pull-ups without coming off the the pull-up bar. Um, and so that was my goal. The last two times I did it was to do. It did you do it? Yeah, it was just, but it's awful.
0: <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. <laughs>
1: um, when
0: you see KJ like in the fetal position, or like you know down, was yeah. it downward dog or not the? No,
1: I'm all all fours. All head fours. Buried. That's
0: it. Head buried. Yeah. You know, it's been a rough workout.
1: And that's almost every day for me.
0: Yeah, and that's okay. That's good. That's fine. That is right. <laughs> Hunter, what do you think? I've been, you have been quiet. You guys the whole are t- psycho. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Well, for those of you listening, the gym is CrossFit 859. Uh, if you go down Brandon, it's right down there. You guys moved. So you're down a little, about, about a mile away from where you yeah, were. Yeah, it's a
1: mile deep into Brandon. You go past literally everything. Yep. And then we're on the right.
0: Yep. Look for, uh, ask for KJ or Mandy or just stop in and talk to them. They'll, they'll give you a tour, they'll show you. Um, any any information that you want to
1: yeah if you're uh, if you're interested at all right now we're running a new year's special so you get two months free if you sign up for a 12-month contract so you go if you give it a shot you'll love it and like mandy said you'll get addicted quick drink the kool-aid drink the
0: kool-aid it's a cult it's fine (laughs) it is it's exciting
2: it's a good call it's a a friendly
0: (laughs) (laughs) call well guys uh that's all we've got for you today Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to like. Uh, You can download this podcast wherever you get your podcasts from Apple, Google Play. Uh, Thank you, uh, KJ. Thank you, Manny, for coming in. And we'll get you guys next time. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks
2: for having us.